let's talk about, I would consider Paul Gagan a luxury cruise line, but how would Paul Gagan define luxury for our listeners out there? Our luxury is unique. And I know I use that word a lot. Welcome. You're listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast, where I provide valuable information to help busy professionals plan their next luxury vacation. I'm your host, Belvin Baldwin II. So let the planning begin. Hello, busy professionals. And welcome to episode number seven of the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. In this episode, we have a discussion with Charla Smith, the business development manager of the luxurious Paul Gagan Cruise Line. Now, I want you to stay to the end of this podcast because Charla is going to give a special gift out to our listeners. I personally sailed on the Paul Gagan Cruise of January of 2020 this year, right before this pandemic happened. And it was amazing. I was able to see all of the French Polynesian islands in one vacation. I got to see Bora Bora. Uh, Tahiti, Morea, and even more. It was like a luxury floating hotel. So let me tell you a little bit more about Charlotte Smith. Charlotte Smith is a veteran in the cruise industry with over 20 years of experience. During her career, she had worked in management positions within the sales department at the Royal Caribbean, Celebrity Cruises, and currently at Paul Gagan Cruises. She discovered cruising as a traveler herself early in life and has become an expert in the field of having sailed over 100 times worldwide with many different cruise lines, including river cruises. She is passionate about cruising being an amazing way to discover new destinations such as beautiful islands of the South Pacific where Paul Gagan sails. Ask why she loves being at Paul Gagan and Charlotte will tell you she is honored to share one of the most memorable and magical vacation with their guests. And I can attest to that because when you sail, it is a magical experience. So let's listen in and see what Charlotte has to say. Well, hello, Charlotte, and thank you for joining the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. I can't thank you enough. I know uh, on the back end, we've been working hard on this. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And Yorana, to all you listeners, good day to you and Tahitian. Oh, I need to learn that. Yorana. Okay, I like that. Uh, well, you know, yeah, being from the South, it's easy. Just think of yourself standing before a judge, Yorana. You oh, know? there you go. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Yorana. <laughs> it works for my Southern people. It doesn't work so great in New York. But. <laughs> well, I am so happy. I was able to take a Paul Gagan cruise prior to all of this coronavirus. And I am so happy that I got on it. I mean, to experience that luxury vacation. I know my clients who were following me on uh, social media, like, where are you? What's going on? Where is this beautiful place? And I am just so happy to have you on here to really talk about it. So if you could just give my listeners out there a brief overview of uh, Paul Gagan Luxury Cruise Line. Oh, love to. You know, we're the unique little 
cruise line out there. Right now we have one ship and I'll tell you about the future later. But we were originally under the Regent cruise line umbrella, which I know a lot of the listeners know Regent. They're very quality and well known. And then we were under a hotelier that was only in the French Polynesia area, Pacific Beachcomber. They own Intercontinental and the beautiful Brando Resort on Tetsi Aurora. And now we're under the umbrella of a French expedition yacht company called Ponon and they're fabulous and so for us it's just a great you know advancement of our company moving forward what makes us so special is all we do is the South Pacific now in the future that might change a little bit with more ships but right now it's all those lush tropical paradise islands below the equator. So it's a great experience. Yes, it is. And I'm so happy I got a chance to experience it. And when you're on there and you're seeing the nature, the views, it just takes you to a whole nother place. For my listeners, they heard me talk about it. Where exactly does Paul Cagan sail? You told me the South, yeah, South Pacific, but could you name some islands? Sure, sure. But but in jest, I always tell people it really doesn't matter because it's all so, it's all paradise. I agree. I um, agree. <laughs> most of Gauguin's sailings begin in Papiete on the island of Tahiti. Mm-hmm. And Tahiti is one island in a chain called the Society Islands, which is then further in an island group called French Polynesia. And those are all French protectorate islands. Um, again, below the equator. And I like to compare the Society Islands to Hawaii Islands because they're very similar in that on a seven-day cruise, you see five islands, much like you would if you took a Hawaii cruise. Mm -hmm. And they're not that much further. You know, Hawaii is like six hours off the West Coast, and we're eight hours. So two more hours, and you're in Hawaii without any people. You know, how beautiful is that? Yes. on the seventh night, you're going to Bora Bora, which, of course, is a world-famous resort, um, even among the celebrity world. And you're going to Mo'orea, which is my personal favorite lovely little island. Huahini, um, Ta'a, which is where our private island is. You know, you're staying in lagoons and shallow waters. You're staying a long time, even overnight, on some of the islands on a seven-night cruise. And then... From there, we venture out into a 10-night Tuamotos, a 14-night, which combines Tuamotos and Marquesas. Those still have the seven-night component of the society with them, so you still get to see that as well. And then we venture the other way into the British New Zealand Islands and go to the Cook Islands on an 11-night cruise. Aitutaki and Roatanga, which are, oh my God, they're amazing. They're Maorian descent. They use New Zealand currency, New Zealand flag, and they're more British influence and Maorian influence, whereas the other three island groups I mentioned are Polynesian and Tahitian and French influence. I love the cook because you're getting two culture groups, right? Right, right. And then you can't forget Fiji. We go to Fiji on a 12 and 13 night. So again, you know, we're just circling around the South Pacific and every day you wake up in another beautiful spot to play in. Yes. And that's what I enjoyed with my seven night stay. It was just like you're staying in a luxury hotel, floating floating hotel, because 
unlike other cruises where you kind of stay there for maybe five hours and then you're back on the ship, you're really, you're really not experiencing the, the island. Paul Gagan lets you really enjoy the island. I mean, you have overnight stays. So we had overnight stay in Bora Bora, which was nice. And we haven't even talked about the hidden gem, Maria. So you get these overnight stays in these islands, unlike when people sometimes fly to the French Polynesian, they spend their whole time on one island. You get to see them all in one setting. And that's what I really loved about it. Well, yeah, what's special about this ship is it was built for the shallow waters. And so therefore, again, you know, we can go through the lagoons and cut through island passages and get you there quicker so that you do have the longer stays. We like to say all of our other friends, you know, all the other cruise lines that come through there just come through to say hello because they're too big to navigate those shallow waters. So they have to go around the islands, thus, like you said, spending less time in each port. So our whole goal, as you know, because you experienced it, is to immerse you in that culture, both on the ship as well as when you step off the ship, whereas, you know, the average cruise line has a culture on board that is brand focused right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you walk on a Regent ship, you know, you're on Regent, you walk in a, you know, a celebrity or whoever, you know, you're on that brand. Whereas with us, we think it's the experience that's the driver. So we immerse you in there. Like you mentioned um, before we got online, the Gauguins, the Gauguins. Yes, so we, yes. you know, we have the people cruising with you that bring alive their culture through dance and arts and drink and just a variety of activities that you can participate in and get to know the French Polynesian way of life. Yes, and you're right. I learned so much from the Gauguins while on the ship, learning about their culture, learning about their relationship with France and kind of how that started and just learning so much how we're different, but how we're alike as well. And that takes on a whole new part of that vacation. It makes you really want to come back for more, just learning. They're warm-hearted people who want you to come in to, and to learn more about their culture. And we kind of share ideas and share about our culture. And that's what really made it special as well. Just, you get all that and you get to speak to some very open, kind-hearted people as well. Absolutely. And let's talk about... I would consider Paul Gagan a luxury cruise line, but how would Paul Gagan define luxury for our listeners out there? Our luxury is unique. And I know I use that word a lot, but it does resonate in a person's brain. When you hear that word, you think, okay, it's different from everyone else. The concepts that we have that they rate us on that keep us in that luxury component are, of course, the cuisine. We do have a Michelin rated chef who is over all of our staff um, preparing the meals and the menus. We do have the fine culinary experience, but we take it a step further and we bring in all those wonderful local tropical fruits and fish and bring in the French Polynesia dishes and intertwine them in a very luxurious way. So you're again, always getting the culture along with the luxury experience. And then our bar experience, we use, you know, your beverages are included as well as gratuities. All your meals are included. We're pretty well all-inclusive. And so with the bar service, we have premium 
spirits and beers and wines and champagne and all of those items throughout this ship as well, what you would expect to have on a luxury cruise line. You know, we're serving the top shelf vodkas and scotch and whiskeys, you know, etc. Right. And then when it comes to the service level, we fall in between a one to one to one point five. I mean, we have a very high staff to passenger ratio. And we train them because we have French and European and then the beautiful people of the South Pacific mixed together. We look first and foremost in a crew member, their personality, the warm service, you know, the eagerness to serve and be friendly and know your name and remember what drink you like and greet you every time they see you. And it comes so flawlessly to the wonderful people in this part of the world. We're on our third generation of crew members. That's how well we treat our crew members and the experience our guests love. We remember them. I mean, they'll remember you. When you go back again, they'll remember you. Yes. It is amazing. I looked at, I mean, the crew members we had, we took pictures with them, had a good time. But you're right. I mean, it was people there who were probably on their fourth or fifth cruise or have been cruising with you all. And that's why I wanted to showcase Paul Gagan, because I think some people are just missing out because these other you, you've had lifers on the, on the ship who just <laughs> been selling and selling. I want to, you know, show this secret to the world out there of this cruise line. And you talk about luxury and the food, the, the cuisine. I always remember that Polynesian night and that Polynesian night was so special. If you guys follow me on YouTube, you're going to see my videos there and the lobster tail. We were eating the lobster tail and and, uh, I was so happy to get three, four. I was getting three or four (laughs) helpings of it. Uh, And then you have the people, uh, the the Gauguins coming in and they're singing and dancing, showing their culture. It was just delays and I forgot the crown. What's the crown that you make with the, the hay? The hay. The hay. Okay. So we had yeah, the hose so on. Yeah. The lays go around your neck, as a lot of people know from Hawaii at right. Luau's things. And then the hays are a crown of flowers or or woven, you know, might be leaves for the guys. It might not be flowers. Um, that sits on your head. So yeah. So you can remember hay because it's H for head, right? Okay. Okay. That's right. You are giving so many good tips out here. <laughs> so, but, and you talk about the inclusive. So you're not nickel and dime. Not only they pay for it, Paul Gagan pays for your, well, not pay. When you pay your package, it includes the flight there to the cruise line as well. You're not nickel and dimed after you get out. And the great thing is you, you have all the spirits as, as you talked about, but I enjoy just getting that salmon for lunch and just looking on my balcony and just seeing the views. I took so many pictures and videos of that. It was just great. And you're dealing with Michelin chefs, top of the line, everything. I can't say enough. Can't say enough. So we've talked about the luxury experiences. What are the top experiences to try off the ship? Well, now, when we talk about, first, I want to preface, when we talk about all-inclusive, yes, the air a day hotel transfers to the ship, your meals, your gratuities, your drinks. And then we have a marina, a drop-down marina sports deck where you have complimentary snorkel equipment that's 
we fit to you to make sure it works right for you. Paddle boards and kayaks are complimentary. Then there's a dive program. If you are a certified diver, we are PADI certified, and that's at an extra cost, as well as we do have short excursions that are extra cost. So I don't like folks to think everything's included. There are some extra fees, but you know, you don't have to participate in that. You can literally take your snorkel equipment, get off in an island, and go to any lagoon you find, and you're going to see incredible marine life. And the reason is these islands are not crowded. They're very underpopulated, and so therefore the marine life is abundant. They're not scared off by plethora yes. boats and people and whatnot. But if you want to take it a step beyond, then you want to go on one of the um, short excursions that you pay for. Like there, we have one that's stingrays and sharks. Mm-hmm. And we take you out away from the island in order to, you know, participate in that. You're in deeper water amongst the stingrays. Sometimes you're in shallow. It just depends on where they are. Our divers know. They go out every day and find them. But, you know, there, there's like 11 or 12 people on the little shore excursion boat and you get in the water, there may be a hundred stingrays. It's like, whoa, dude, this is like amazing. And right. you know, they're all around you and you can touch them and or just sit back and watch them gliding beautifully through the water. And same thing with the sharks. You know, you see those little three foot reef sharks and you're in shallow water and they're just swimming all around you. It's such a pure experience because again it's uncrowded. It's the way these islands should stay, I hope. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't even a, a snorkeler, uh, but, but the snorkeling equipment was, was included. And, I, you know, hey, you got it. You might as well try it. And when I got into that water and, and just uh, had my life jacket on and just floating and everything, the buoyancy of the water, you just start. You go into a whole new world and you're seeing the coral reefs. You're seeing all the sea life and all the different different type of fish out there and you know i'm thinking it's nemo you know the disney thing. <laughs> you're seeing everything you're seeing everything and you're right you see the stingrays come by and the black tip sharks so that was my first time experience uh swimming with black tip sharks so uh you're gonna see that in the youtube video just go to showtime travel in the youtube video and you can see this and I am swimming with these sharks and uh, I just could not believe it as they were coming by. And I'm thinking jaws and nobody's running away. Now they're not that big, like a, a great white, but it's still a shark. And so, yeah, but but, there are some lemon sharks. I mean, there's some 10, 12 foot lemon sharks. So you can see those around Moorea and Bora Bora. But you know what, what is interesting is the first time I saw them, I went to the top of the water because I was so freaked out seeing this humongous shark. It was a hundred feet below me. I mean, there was no way <laughs> that shark was any threat to me. He was eat, you know, he was eating off the bottom of the ocean and swimming along, didn't even notice me. And so, I mean, that's the clarity of the water is what makes it so unique. You can be in a hundred foot clarity or 150 foot clarity and see the most amazing things floating on the surface. Right. That experience alone, it got me. I was just amazed. I was just amazed. You, I mean, I've been to the Caribbean and you've seen other types of water and just to see how clear and just the sea life, it blows your mind. 
But you can also, if you're not a water enthusiast, participate in all the activities that are on the islands. I mean, there's wonderful trails to hike. Um, we've got access to bikes and e-bikes if you want to combine a little exercise with also having a motor if you get tired. Um, <laughs> You know, there are ATVs, you can go up into the rainforest or the lookouts like Belvedere Point and overlook Borobor or Moray and have spectacular views. There are culture trips into the ancient mares, which are their temple grounds. Sometimes we get the opportunity to go and visit um, a local activity. There might be some a festival or, you know, whatever's going on. Like I was there one time and they had, oh, it was, it was amazing. It, a long canoe, um, Motu to Motu race. So it was, Motu means little island. And so it was one island to another island. And they had hundreds of the long canoes, the rowing teams out there in different colored, you know, uniforms rowing against each other in a race. And I mean, that was just a, a free activity that we had little excursion boats to take you out in the water so you could cruise along and watch them. It, there's just so many experiences that are special to this area of the world. I could go on forever. How about yeah. the whales? Yeah. You know, Mama Wells, Mama Wells come to Moorea and have their babies. Mm, okay. Wow. People don't even know that. They don't yeah. even think of Tahiti with whales. But if you happen to be there at the right time, you can see not only whales, but baby whales. Yeah, yeah. On the island, we can talk about the marine life and the water all day, but I did get a chance to take some culture tours, and I went to uh, Belvedere Point in Morea, which was great. We saw also um, some of the World War II um, memorabilia, well, not memorabilia, but uh, basically pictures and some of the uh, um, things representing uh, that time frame, uh, and, and we also what else? We I mean, we did all the trails. We did. Oh, we even taste some of the liquors there, uh, the pineapple and everything, <laughs> and on the island. And we got to experience overwater bungalows. So you know, you hear that all the time about the French Polynesian. So we got to experience all that on land as well, which is you you get both the the best of both worlds there. You do, yeah. We like to say the ship is the floating bungalow. Because it's taking you, you know, from island to island, but we, you still have plenty of opportunity to either before your cruise, after your cruise, or even during your cruise. When we're one night in Bora Bora, you could go and stay just the one night in a bungalow. So lots of opportunities for people to have that experience as well. Okay. So I think you kind of point uh, a little bit about this, but we've been talking about the present. So what can we expect in the future from Paul Kahn? Well, thanks to our parent company, Ponant, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are getting two new ships. They will arrive in 21 or 22. The virus has slowed down activity at shipyards as well. So we're not quite locked into an arrival date, but definitely, you know, you'll hear from me when we have that. These are going to be smaller. We're going to go, to go with their yacht, their mega yacht experience, which is a 230 passenger, whereas Gauguin is 330, so roughly 100 people less, but still have the drop-down marina, still have the abundance of, of balconies. Gauguin is 70% balconies, 
this ship is going to be about the same 75, 80% balconies. No inside staterooms on any of our ships. Everybody gets an ocean view or a balcony. So everyone is looking at the gorgeous scenery around them. And then these ships give us the opportunity to spread our wings a little bit further. I can't really tell you anything. And it's not because I'm hiding any secrets. The itineraries have not been done yet. But, you know, just think of what we could do. Australia, New Zealand, more of Indonesia, maybe Malaysia. Who knows? The sky's the limit, as they say. And then with our precious Gauguin, you know, she's not a new ship, but we keep her so pristine. We put a lot of money into maintaining um, a ship that was built in 1998 because she's so very, very special. We just don't want to get rid of her, right? And so we invest in dry docks and the plans for the next renovation are amazing. So you'll have to stay tuned for more details on how we're going to keep our, our lovely antique lady looking superb good, good. ready for your guest yeah i mean <laughs> could you tell when you were on that she was built in 1998 other no. than some of the low ceilings that's the only giveaway no um you couldn't it, i mean it's a classic it's a classic you have the roomy it's roomy but you look at the size it's just like a, a little you know a yacht you know a mega yacht because you have it's not huge, which you don't want a huge ship, especially going into that and those islands. And it just feels comfortable. It feels like your little home. But you have so much space. I was I was there with my wife and, you know, we had a lot of space, balcony rooms. Everything was great. And it just when you're there, you're going to know everybody there once the, the sailing is complete. It, it just feels like a family almost. Uh, well, or a family, a big family traveling together, you know, because you're going to know everybody. And they knew me because I got up on stage one time, one of the uh, shows and they put me on stage and I'd rather not talk about that, but it was funny. <laughs> I had, to, I had <laughs> oh, to burn a tape though. <laughs> oh, so that's not on your videos. Wait a minute. Do you think we should see his debut? Were you dancing? <laughs> oh yeah, I was dancing and, and, and they had me screaming and everything. And I just, I couldn't get that deep in there. So it was funny. It was funny. I, I may bring it out one day. <laughs> or maybe you can agree to dance again if somebody goes with you. You're right. 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 Maybe. Maybe. If somebody goes with me, I'll, I'll get up. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. They have to talk me into it. <laughs> <laughs> Bribery. <right? laughs> so, so let's change things up again. We're going to do this quick game called Personal Rapid Fire. So you have to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. It's real quick. Don't even overthink it. Just the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Where did you take your first cruise? The Pacific Coast, um, California. I, I went Seattle to San Diego. Okay, good, good. Inside, ocean view, balcony, or suite for your first cruise? I was lucky to be in a balcony, and it's hard to have anything else now. I totally agree. Once you go balcony, you can't go back there. <laughs> exactly. It's difficult. <laughs> Are you a window or owl person on a plane? I'm a window. So can you see the pattern? I have to look at my view all the time. <laughs> I'm curious by nature. <laughs> okay. Last one. You can call me bougie, but I must travel with this. Well, and you already know my answer on this. It's shoes. (laughs) And I know, folks, even going to Tahiti, it's sandals and flip-flops. But 
really, I have to take several different pairs to match outfits. So do you have a suitcase specifically for shoes? No, but I okay. have lots of fun little shoe bags. <laughs> I'm an expert. I'm a pro at this. <laughs> Great. Well, we've completed personal rapid fire. Thank you. Uh, so we have just two questions in closing here. I just want, well, a couple of questions here. My last, well, one of my last ones, why do you think busy professionals should work with a travel consultant instead of booking direct all the time? I like to use myself as an example because I travel 85% of my time for Paul Gauguin in corporate sales, right? So I have to have somebody helping me coordinate all the facts. So I know the corporate listeners out there that if you're traveling corporately, I know you're probably using a travel planner to help you coordinate that car, that hotel, that airplane. But a lot of us, when it comes to our own vacation, step away from that and think, oh, I can do it myself. The internet's great. It is. It's a great resource. I look at the internet as today's encyclopedia. But does that internet help you when there's a problem? No. And, you know, COVID, this coronavirus is a great example because I met a lady recently who had five cruises booked this year on different cruise lines. And one of them happened to be Paul Gauguin. And the reason I know this is I was on a conference call with this passenger and her travel agent, her travel advisor, because she wanted to know what we were going to do about her April cruise. And this was in March, early March, when everything was happening. So that travel advisor cut through the process for this woman. She was the one who contacted the five different cruise lines and figured out five different policies and procedures they were going to have to follow. Um, And now, you know, you're having to do it in a different way, kind of in a reverse way, if people want to travel. What are the policies for traveling? The first was how can I cancel my trip? And now it's how can I book and travel again? And a travel advisor listeners, they're in touch with me. I am, you know, this host linked to Paul Gauguin and there, he will have the same contact at every tour operator, every hotel, every airline, every cruise line and cut through your time and money process you always save money when you use a travel advisor. Number one, we're going to give them the best, the best deals we have out there because they're supporting us. And then again, they're going to be able to advise you not only what to do, but how to solve a problem. Right. And I, I can't agree with you more. And thank you for bringing that clarity out there. And, you know, I just wanted to let the listeners know that we're here to support you, especially when you're working with a travel advisor, travel consultant. We want to make sure that we deal and deal with some of the, we'll deal with these travel suppliers directly. And we go through a lot of training so we can get you the most value to maximize your vacation experience. This COVID-19 kind of left a lot of people out and dry because they didn't have any support. And I know of some people who were on hold for hours only to the supplier answer the phone and then hang up on them. They really didn't have anybody representing them. And that's what really an advisor does. It kind of let you stay at ease a little more so the advisor can take on that pressure for you. So uh, it's more than that, but it's also just working with you to maximize your vacation goals. And that's what we're here for. With that, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. With that being said, do you have anything special that you can offer to my listeners? 
Yes, I, I would like to help them pay for a spa treatment or maybe one of those snorkel treatments by giving anybody who books through you a $200 shipboard credit. Wow. So and you, we'll just make it indefinite. Whoever books through you, you know, anytime they do, we'll just put that on. And I know that you'll probably have some other amenities whenever we have specials. So, okay. Um, that's great. Now, listeners, you need to take advantage of this. So we're able to work with Paul Gann here to get that to the listeners. Just make sure I'll have my contact information at the end of this podcast and just reach out to me and then we can work on that luxury cruise for you. So you definitely want to take advantage of that. In closing, Charlotte, is there anything that I may have forgotten that you want to speak of or speak about? I would like to just mention that French Polynesia. Polynesia is open again for travel and we do have our first sailing going out this week. And so the good news, it's starting to happen, even though we're still seeing in the United States some spiking of numbers. The good news is the rest of the world is waking up again and opening their doors. And and that's very positive to see that the cycle does have an end. And so I want to encourage the listeners to be safe, to be conscientious, and let's get our country back into a place where we can all go to the South Pacific again and have a beautiful vacation. So I just wish you all well. And on behalf of Paul Gauguin and French Polynesia, maruru, which means thank you in Tahitian for letting us join you today and share about our beautiful world. Well, thank you, Charlotte, for taking the time out again. I surely appreciate this. And I think our listeners really uh, got some great value today. And just like she said, the island is open and a lot of people are already starting to book their 2021 vacation. So make sure you contact me if you have any questions regarding that. And just thank you again. And thank you guys for listening. And in closing, remember, contact us because you deserve a luxury vacation. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, busy professionals. Thank you for listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. This helps other busy professionals like yourself find the podcast. If you want help planning a luxury vacation, please visit ShowtimeTravel.com. Also, you will be able to get more valuable tips and behind-the-scenes footage by following me on social media. You can find me on YouTube under Showtime Travel, LinkedIn under Belvin Baldwin II, Instagram under Showtime Travel, and my personal Luxury Travel by Belvin. Thanks again, and remember, you deserve a luxury vacation.